This is the Come A Girl Daily Podcast, written by Stephanie Bond. July 3rd, Sunday. So we're taking turns, Sydney said. Now that you're out of intensive care and people can visit, Mom and Dad and I came up with a schedule so everyone won't be tripping over each other. Everyone? My social circle would fit in a refrigerator. The sound of a chair scraping on the floor brought her voice closer. It's nice to have some privacy, just the two of us. Then she made a thoughtful noise. Well, the two of us and your three roommates, but I'm pretty sure they can't hear me. She sighed. Can you hear me, sis? I focus all my efforts on making my mouth move, on saying I'm so relieved she wasn't hurt in the accident. But since Sydney doesn't react, I assume I'm still inert. A clinking noise sounded, something against metal. I brought you my favorite rosary beads. I'm hanging them on your bed. I knew the one she meant. The beads were blue glass with a little yellow flower painted on each one. The Madonna and crucifix were silver. Sydney always had it with her. In addition to everything else... My sister had always been a better Catholic than me. But I'm touched by the gesture. Just knowing something familiar and beloved is nearby is comforting. I can't believe this is happening, she said, her voice breaking. Are you going to wake up? The door squeaked open. May I help you? Sydney asked. And I could tell from the tone of her voice she was addressing a man. Did I mention Sydney is gorgeous? Pardon the intrusion, the man said. I'm Detective Jack Terry from the Atlanta Police Department. Are you Sydney Kemp? Yes. What's this about? The accident you were in with your sister, he said in a tone that asked what else would it be about. I gave a statement the day after the accident. I have the notes here. I was hoping to clarify. How did you know I was here? My sister is going to make a great lawyer. I stopped by your parents' home. They told me where I could find you. You work on Sundays, detective? Is it Sunday? I hadn't noticed. Can't this wait? I suppose, he said agreeably. But since we're both here, you'd do me a big favor by letting me tie up some loose ends. I'll try to be brief. Okay. Of course, I'll help any way I can. Has Keith Young been charged? No. Why not? I can't speak for the district attorney's office, but I'm told Young's toxicology results aren't yet available. It's been weeks. How is that possible? This isn't a TV show, ma'am. The state labs are so jammed up, we'll be lucky to hear back within another month. So much for the victim's right to a speedy trial, Sidney said dryly. Oh, yes. I read in the report that you're a law student. That's right. What year? I start my third year at Boston U this fall. So you're almost done. Good for you. Thank you. I'm really sorry about your sister. He had a handsome voice, and I wondered if he looked the way he sounded. So am I, Sydney said, her voice defiant. What questions do you have about the accident? 
He cleared his throat. If you don't mind, I'd like to start from the beginning. I understand your sister Marianne. Marigold. Her name is Marigold. Right. Sorry. I understand Marigold picked you up from the airport Memorial Day weekend. On that Saturday? I don't remember any of this, so I'm riveted. Yes, I came home for summer break. What time did the two of you leave the airport? Around nine that evening. And your sister was driving a tan-colored 2010 Ford Escort? That's correct. Okay. The report says you drove straight home? Yes. I found a receipt in the Escort from a convenience store with a timestamp around the time of the accident. Oh, right. I forgot. Marigold wanted to stop and get a lottery ticket. It's silly. A psychic once told her she was going to win the lottery, so she was a little obsessed with it. I wouldn't have used the word obsessed. Dedicated, maybe. Was any alcohol purchased? No. Did you make any other stops? No. From the convenience store we headed home. To 558 North Wind Drive? Yes. We were maybe five miles from my parents' house when Keith Young hit us. Did you notice his car before the accident? What do you mean? Keith Young drives a yellow Jaguar. It stands out. You must have seen it coming towards you. I wasn't looking, I guess. Besides, it was dark. About that, do you remember if your sister had her car lights on? I would assume so. Marigold is a very responsible driver. I know. I ran her license. She's never had a violation. All the more reason to arrest Keith Young. He was driving drunk and he crossed the center line. I thought you said you didn't see his car. I didn't. So you didn't actually see him drive across the center line? I saw the aftermath. So someone told you he crossed the center line? I suppose. Or maybe you heard it on the news. I don't remember, she said evenly. Okay. Do you know if your sister saw his car coming? Did she honk the horn or scream or try to swerve? No. Maybe. I can't remember, but no, I don't think so. Was your sister distracted? Maybe using her phone? No. By the way, when do we get our phones back? I'll have to let you know. Unfortunately, confiscating phones at the scene of accidents is standard protocol now. You don't need our phones. The accident was Keith Young's fault. He was drunk. What makes you say Young was drunk? I smelled alcohol on him. This was when he tried to administer aid to your sister at the scene? Yes. But if you think that makes up for what he did to my family detective, think again. Look at my sister. Because of Keith Young, she might never get out of this bed. I'm very sorry for your family and for your sister. Are you finished with the questions? Visiting hours are almost over. Yes, I'm done. I'll leave you. His footsteps sounded on the floor. Ms. Kemp, I hope your sister wakes up soon. Sydney didn't respond, and after the door closed, I realized she's crying. I wanted to cry, too. 
I had been straining to remember, hoping some detail of the accident would open the floodgates of my memory. But nothing had changed. My mind is still like a giant blackboard that had been erased. Hello, this is Stephanie Bond, author of the Coma Girl Daily Podcast. It's getting good, isn't it? Poor Marigold, at the mercy of dysfunctional family and friends. How frustrating. Have you ever known anyone who was in a coma? Share your story in the Facebook group for Coma Girl fans. The link is in the show notes, along with links to some of my other projects. Thanks so much for listening.